Hey, welcome back. And they're groomers. Is Kellogg's next? Dylan Mulvaney goes blonde and poses with Tony the Tiger at the Tony Awards. Now, I will say, Dylan Mulvaney has had to cake on the makeup because Dylan Mulvaney's first social media post after being gone for a long ass time. We're going to watch this shit together, all right? So, offensive content coming your way very quickly. First off, this is Dylan Mulvaney's first video in a little over two months since the boycott began, right? Now, Dylan was spotted a couple times in public, didn't really give much word other than be like, oh, I don't drink beer anyways, I don't care, which is really fucking funny to me. You crash an entire beer company, well, an entire beer company panders to you, and it kills them, and you don't even like beer. There's humor to that, but look how gaunt Dylan is. Now, I want to remind you of an article we covered right before all the boycotts happened. Actress? Really, Google? Actress? Oof. I will leave a link to the actual episode I did about this topic in the description below, but Dylan Mulvaney, in an interview with Daily Mail, talked about how no one is in his personal life who cares about him. He is surrounded by yes-men and leeches who want to take all of his money and suck clout off of him can get a date. Dylan Mulvaney talks about how women and men look at him and they're physically repulsed by his presence. He's alone. No one has his back. And during the boycotts, that whole, you know how narcissistic and up his own ass Dylan Mulvaney actually is? The boycott fucked with his self-esteem. Absolutely crushed this uh, clown's ego. And I'm making some speculations here at this point because everything I've said so far about Dylan Mulvaney being absolutely lonely and fucking miserable, Dylan Mulvaney said that themselves. Episode and article in the description below. This is the first video Dylan's uploaded since then. Look at how skinny Dylan's gotten. I bet you, behind the scenes, Dylan has been starving himself. Some anorexia, bulimia type shit. Like, they don't love me. <laughs> finger down the throat type shit. I'm just making speculations here. But you can't say Dylan Mulvaney looks healthier. Now let's check this out. I live for the gays. Mm. I live for the gays. I live for them. I live for the gays. The gays, the gays, the gays. The guys. Now, I don't mean to keep making you guys look at this person's fucking 2x4 body. 2x1 to be more accurate. But look at the rib cage. Look at the shoulders. Look at the delt. Look at, you can see the skeletal structure under Dylan. Whereas beforehand, you couldn't really see that. Dylan Mulvaney was just kind of built like a gangly guy. But now Dylan Mulvaney's extremely bony. And in this public outing with Tony the Tiger, Dylan Mulvaney is like wearing an inch of fucking makeup. So, again, I predicted that Dylan Mulvaney, after this backlash and ego getting crushed, I mean, God forbid, I've said people should pray for Dylan Mulvaney and someone should try to help this person out because there's no help in them, but, you know, at this point, no one in your personal life looking this fucking gaunt? I don't know, man. I think Dylan's run out of time. You know what I mean? I'm not wishing ill or saying anything of the sort. I'm just an observation. Vanish from the spotlight, you reappear all starved and malnourished and sickly looking. I'm just... I, I, I hate to say it, I know people people aren't giving me shit in the comments most likely for this, and I don't really give a fuck. Subscribe or unsubscribe means absolutely nothing to me. But, someone should really, if, if anyone knows Dylan, for the love of God, buy this motherfucker a burger and give him some testosterone. ASAP. The gays, the gays make me happy, I don't wanna 
Look at the arms. Look at the fucking forearms. You see that? You see that? Like that that line up there? That's not healthy. This is disturbing. I live for the gays. Like, it's extra disturbing, even for Dylan Mulvaney content. So let's hop into this article, shall we? Is Kellogg's next? Dylan Mul uh, is Kellogg's next? Dylan Mulvaney goes blonde and poses with Tony the Tiger at the Tony Awards by Taylor Knight. Yeah. I think it's kind of funny. Because you know why Kellogg's cereal was invented, right? Kellogg's cereal was invented to stop people from masturbating. You know, I live in the Detroit, Ipsy, Ann Arbor area. You know, I bounce around in these areas a ton. Kellogg started in Ann Arbor. That's why there's a ton of Kellogg-themed buildings. Ah, not reading your fucking word video. Dylan Mulvaney, 26 proves blondes have more fun as he poses with Kellogg's Tony the Tiger on his arms. The absolutely biological male influencer appeared on the 76th Tony Awards. Magneta. Carpet at the United Palace Theater on Sunday evening, wearing a black diamond <laughs> embellished gown, featuring a mesh corset that revealed his shoulders. His bony, starved shoulders, apparently. Mulvaney, along, uh, sorry, Mulvaney posed alongside Tony the Tiger, who swapped out his iconic red scarf for a customized bow tie featuring his name. Well,. I mean, I feel like that's not a new look. I feel like I've seen that, that look before on Tony, right? Anyway, Tony said uh, Tony was a great gentleman holding Mulvaney's, uh, holding Mulvaney's train as he walked the carpet and posed for several photos, exchanging smiles and laughs. Oh, I'm sure Tony the Tiger was very expressive. <laughs> the tiger will present uh, will present unique gold-filled cereal bowls engraved with Kellogg's Frosted Flakes at Tony's after. Look, why are people eating Tony the Tiger to begin with? I don't care if you boycott Kellogg's or not. You shouldn't be eating it to fucking begin with. Special K is a fucking scam. That shit's not very healthy for you at all. Frosted Flakes is fucking horrible for you. How many athletes? How many professional athletes do you think really wake up and start their day feeling great after a bowl of Frosted Flakes? Now, like, you shouldn't be eating really any of this to begin with, you know, like oatmeal, like a fucking chad. Quote, Tony is thrilled to celebrate all the amazing talent and present them with a new Tony, mo new Tony moment after the curtains falls. These interviewers, bro. Laura Newman, senior director of brand marketing at Kellogg's company, told Fanshee, let me see some real quick. All right, does not appear to be world economic form or have any direct ties to China. Okay, never mind. I just want to see if I could find anything. You usually get lucky with that kind of thing where it's like, oh yeah, promoting this kind of shit. Let me see something. I usually find like a WEF connection at least. Not here today. So, all right. Quote, uh, I read all that. Moving on. Should Mulvaney's appearance with the iconic Frosted Flakes mascot hint towards a collaboration, Kellogg's could be headed for a controversial outcome. That would be funny as hell. Imagine the jokes. Because Tony the Tiger already gets attacked on Twitter by furries all the time. Imagine if he is directly correlated with the LGBTQ community. Like, directly. Imagine how double down the furry harassment on Twitter will be. Do it, Tony. Do it, Kellogg's. I fucking implore you. It'd be great. I wouldn't complain the slightest. Hmm. I 
again, look at these. You can see like the rib cage and everything right here on Dylan. Kind of actually from like a health standpoint. I already know whatever's going on upstairs with Dylan Mulvaney is fucking broken. But man, I am actively kind of disturbed by how bony Dylan Mulvaney has become since we last publicly saw him. Mulvaney has faced intense backlash for his recent LG whatever the fuck campaign with Bud Light, which cost the beer company Anheuser-Busch $27 billion in market value, according to Fox News. Bud Light initially defended the move before later offering a half-hearted apology to its customers. Other brands such as Target, Nike, Cracker Barrel, and Kohl's have witnessed... Oh yeah, I meant to talk about the Cracker Barrel thing, but this, you know, it is what it is. Moving on. Have witnessed... Oh... Uh, repercussions for releasing Pride-related merchandise as well. Target released a Pride-themed clothing line. Yeah, no, they released swimsuits that incentivized young boys, mostly targeting towards kids, to hide their penises. What a weird sentence to say. But essentially, they're selling swimming suits targeted towards men to make them hide and be ashamed of anything that makes them masculine, to encourage them to appear more feminine. Target, you're really fucking disturbing. I don't buy any of these fucking bullshit bomb threats Target keeps claiming to have. Because they really had it. They would release these phone calls. They would release any, They would release more shit than just saying, we keep getting bomb threats. It's like, bro, I believe you a lot more if you just quit saying and show it. Anyway, Bud Light initially defended the half-hearted apology to his customers, other brands, Target, Nike, anyway, Kohl's, Pride Merchandise. Target released a Pride-themed clothing line for children and tuck-friendly men's swimsuits that allow men who have not had their gender-affirming operations to conceal their genitalia. The issue is, it wasn't targeting men. It was targeting children. Bit fucking different, New York Post, but I love the word game. The company's shares have plunged 20% since mid-May, estimating $15 billion in market value, or eliminating $15 billion in market value. That's a conservative estimate, by the way. Party, partly due to investors' concerns about inf <laughs> has nothing to do with inflation. I've debunked this. I'll do it one more time. So, it has to do with inflation. Is that really the bullshit you want to peddle to me, New York Post? All right, let's look at this, shall we? So, it has to do with inflation, right? Inflation's not a new thing for the Biden economy. Inflation's been a big problem for investors for the last about year and a half, two years, roughly. So, tell me something. Why is it that, like, right here in May, right? Bam. May. It's interesting how it's up high, right? Look at this. Inflation's such a problem that by May 23rd, we go up, go up, go up, go up. Bam, look at that. Decently high, a little dip, a little dip, back to being high. And then the boycott begins. And it all starts to fall apart. April with a high, and then a fucking death shot from May to June. With the boycott beginning in late April. So, bud, I don't know what to tell you. I have a hard time believing inflation. Let's just do a full year. See, look, a dip right here in October, but then it skyrockets back up again, leading up here before the boycott initially hits again, getting us to where we are right now. So, no, this massive uptick between September 22nd, 2022, and let's say, what, around April 29th-ish? April, yeah, right about there, right? So, April 30th, why'd it go up? 
If inflation was the problem, why in less than a month after its high did the marketing and value plummet? Your inflation thing is bullshit. It's a cover. It's a fucking lie. And it doesn't seem to check with fucking reality about inflation's impact on shoppers. No, people just don't want your fucking woke, gay, groomy fucking beer. You can say it's on inflation all you want, but the truth is, this Pride Month has been the Pride community getting their shit pushed in. And no one wants to tell you that. Look at how fucking... All all is well. (laughs) Is it, Dylan? However, woke companies are not letting the backlash prevent them from supporting the LGBTQ whatever the fuck community. Although Target did remove some Pride-themed merchandise, they are a platinum sponsor of NYC Pride, which requires a $175,000 donation. In, in a recent interview with LGBTQ magazine, Them, Dylan Mulvaney expressed his thoughts. Wait, how's he a them and a, and a her? Pick one. Jesus Christ. Mulvaney expressed his thoughts on the partnership with transgender influencers. Quote, If a brand wants to work with me so bad, then they should work with other trans people too. It's not enough to just hire me, this white, skinny boy, man. I want the dolls, I want the dolls getting all the brand deals. Disturbing. Oh, uh, yeah. Nightmare fuel. We'll, 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 we'll get into that potentially later. I don't know if I want to bleach my eyeballs. So let's check out some of the comments real quick. Uh, Pusoj says, fine by me. Actually, I'm surprised they didn't transition Tony the Tiger into Tony the Tigress. <laughs> Either way, I'm done with them. Although I hear they taste pretty good using Bud Light instead of milk. So that's that. So there's that. Chili Palmer, I stopped buying Kellogg's products many years ago when I learned they were the major a major funder of the WK Kellogg fund. Yeah, no shit. Wow, really? Are you stunned that a foundation ran by the same family that owns the cereal as well donates to each other? What a wild concept, Chili. You know, I'm really mind-boggled. Let me guess, next time you're telling me that, uh, geez, are you going to tell me that Hunter Biden was giving money to Joe Biden next? It ain't so. But moving on. The nonprofit arm of Kellogg's America Cereal and Sweets Giant is reportedly a major donor to leftist billionaire George Soros Open Society Institute. There we go, and that's what we need to hear about. And the ultra liberal Tide Center. Listed as the seventh largest philanthropic foundation in the United States, the W.K. Kellogg Foundation also registered as one of the largest institutional funders in the world, with most of its assets going to causes on the far left. Originally, the foundation's goals was helping children, but over the years has drifted further and further left. Trump 2100, or, you know, 2100, Regular, regular cornflakes still use the uh, use a rooster icon for now. You're right. It seems like the way things are going, people are losing their cocks frequently these days. Last three. Gracie. So Kellogg's of Battle Creek most likely dropped themselves from number one cereal market to somewhere behind General Mills, Quaker Oats, and Post. Honestly, I like the multi meal stuff. I, I don't know anything about the, the company's politics, but I do like the multi meal cereal. But I just prefer oatmeal. Just Quaker oats, a little bit of honey, some cinnamon, some slices of banana or raisins in that bitch. Mmm. Mmm. Good stuff. Anyway. General Mills. 
uh, Quaker Oats. Quaker Oats is a great American company. They've been around for a long time. I'm sure they got some bad politics, though. And Post. And none of their competitors had to fire a shot. Tony the Tiger did all the work for them. Looking forward to seeing their stock exchange numbers in freefall. Was a few seconds of exposure with ultra-liberal live audience rally worth the ire of everyday folks just trying to raise their kids without exposure to behavior outside of the societal norm? And please stop showing photos of this person. It's nauseating, says Anton Leong. I completely agree, Anton. That being said, we're going to read one more comment. Scroll on up. Uh, Moore's right crew. Cairo? Crew? Quote, He's an influencer. One thing is for sure. He's influenced a lot of people not to buy the products he's representing. Seems kind of backwards to me. I had no the response to this is. Influencer equals unemployed. Yeah, no shit. Uh, I'm sorry you have to see, all this, see this face again. But it's okay, guys. That's the end of this episode. I've been your host, James Madison. This has been Inside Four Walls. I'm going to go bleach my eyeballs now. Assume that free speech means the right to freely hurt people's feelings. Why would you use free speech to hurt someone when we can use free speech to bring people together? This is a time for true unity. What if free speech revealed that we are more united than they'd ever dare imagine? It's time to break free. Rumble.